This is the Kita Anime Podcast with Dito and KT Data for December 4th, 2012, episode 3 of the fall season. President Ojima is in town. Hey Dito, do you know what time it is? KT, it's time to head over to the website, ktda.net, to check out our links. In this episode, we find out there are schools to keep you from going cloudy. I am extremely bored of Kirito, but I still love Yui. And did you know roosters can lay hard-boiled eggs? All that more, coming up. The show starts in three, two, and uh, five, four, three, two, one. It's time for the Kita Anime Podcast with Dito and KT Data. The Kita Anime Podcast is brought to you by LTE, AT&T, finally turned on LTE in Salt Lake, yeah! Hey everybody, welcome to the Kita Anime Podcast, and I'm KT Data. And I'm Dito. And this is the sort of, instead of reading a book, you watch Anime Club. And uh, yeah, so we do that and we talk about it. And stuff so <laughs> and things and things and ridges and so <laughs> Dito, how are you doing today my my friend i haven't talked to you in a while as you can see both of us look a little ragged and you probably can tell it in my voice too yeah oh uh, we're getting slaughtered at work with the christmas season and hopefully everyone else is having a great yeah. time with this so, christmas season if you want to buy an airsoft gun buy it now <laughs> oh god yeah no, don't. Seriously. <laughs> Dito doesn't need to come home. You can no, just live in a warehouse. I can just uh, record this from the computer at work, and yeah. you guys will just see absolutely nothing and hear and then, a bunch of echoes more than you probably hear right now. You can, like, put a forklift behind you and stuff and have the yellow light go on. <laughs> I'll, do it, I'll do it from a forklift. How about that? And I'll just project myself onto this TV oh, no. with my projector so you, see, you or can, around the wall. You can put the camera on the forklift arm and just move it up and down during the show. <laughs> <laughs> I can see myself right there just going... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, if you guys have not watched this podcast before, this is what we do, like I said earlier, is you watch the animes and you come back. And Wait, wait, wait. I know you're like, oh, well, I haven't seen any animes. Just head on over to ktdata.net, look in the show notes for this episode, and everything links you to nice sites that will stream all of this, and it's perfectly safe because most of them are in Crunchyroll. <laughs> and I think the other yeah. one's on Funimation. So you're good that way, and our animes that we're watching this season are Psychopaths, uh, Sword Art Online, and uh, Tonari no Kaibutsukun, or I think it's called, like, He's My Pet or something. something like pet that. monster or something like that. Yeah, something like that. On there, so if you haven't, just pause us and go watch them and come back and listen to us discuss things. So let's get on to the discussing, shall we, Dito? Let's. And our next anime, our first anime, is Psychopaths, and is brought to you by Robodrain, coming to your local hologram store near you. So, last episode, we actually 
leave off with new ways to use drones, how to clog toilets, trust me, and the next step in cosplaying. So, um, again, we're learning more and more about this world, Dito. And what's nuts is that we've gotten to this point where avatars are more famous than names. Like, you, you say these names, like Talisman and, uh, what was the other, Something Kitty. And people know um, those people more than if you said Dito or KT Data. Except KT Data's sort of an avatar. Little do you know, I'm not really here. <laughs> Somebody else Little is would know that I'm illusion and probably a in your imagination. Yes. Um, so, like, Dito, how do you feel about that? Like, in the future, people could just log on to the equivalent of whatever the internet is then. And you just listen to people that way. Well, it's not really listening. It's more like you're... It's that whole um, sort of online diving system where you go into, like, the whole, like, hologram projection of the internet and you just, like, interact with them with that headgear and everything. So, that'd be, be really nuts to do that. And that's their only way of, like, actually interacting with other people outside of, like, reality. What's weird, though, is, like, you see all these things and you just see crowds of people standing there. And I don't know, I'm like, that just seems a little boring to me, <laughs> to be honest with you. I can't see any difference between that and kind of like, say, like an overcrowded chat room. I mean, it's kind of like more of an interactive YouTube, I think. Well, yeah, but, you know, at least with a chat room or like a YouTube live, you have something to interact with each other. This seems more one way because you don't ever really see the crowd talking back that often. But that's another thing, too, about this world, though, is that they don't really have much of an escape, though. You know, you can either go and do, like, cleansings, right, because they can't, you know, drink, you know, because they feel to be addicted and their psychopaths can get cloudy, you know, or anything like that. So they have no way of, like, you know, relieving themselves from, like, stressful days or whatnot. Hmm. But I don't know. It just seems really kind of weird. And what even freaks me out more is they bring up this whole notion that not only are avatars... Um, accepted as the norm that some fans are just so know the show so much that they could do a better job than the original Avatar owner. That's crazy though. It's like if you don't like I I guess you think like in broadcasting wise too, you know, if you don't do a good job pulling numbers and everything, you're kinda of booted off in this case. If you don't pull, pull but, numbers very well, well you the, get killed. Well no the equivalent of that is like somebody takes the person who's not doing well on screen skins them, puts on their skin, and pretends to be them. Right there. Oh, that's, that's creepy. That's, that's just creepy. That's, that's essentially what they're doing digitally on there. So you're not really KT then, are you? I don't know. It's I'm really Dmax at this point, to be honest with you. God. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, so like I don't know. That's just it seems so bizarre, but seems so close to home at the same time. Um, yeah, and then, so, and then this, this kind of brings back, because you mentioned a little bit earlier where people are afraid to drink or do drugs because their psychopaths can get cloudy. Um, it's like, it also bring, they bring up this theme of like how Sybil can still run the world and everything, but I love how they approach this. Like, we honestly haven't heard Sybil say anything since pretty much episode one when they introduced the, uh, the guns on there. Other than that. We really don't hear Sybil saying anything. 
we you know we just we what we do what we do see is the people reacting to Sybil, but we actually don't see Sybil herself. So they do it like this subtle way where because I would think it'd be more you know Sybil would be a little bit more intrusive, but the way they show it is that we know Sybil's there, but we don't actually see her most of the time in the episodes, which is um I that, that's what I actually like about that because. You know, you can just see it. Again, it goes back to people's jobs, people's, uh, just how people do everything where she controls everything, but you never see her, like, giving out orders like that. Yeah, but if you ever do anything, like, if you're picked on in schools, because, you know, all schools are watched. So if, say, there's, like, subtle bullying going on and everything that can potentially cloud your psychopaths, it's like your whole future just changes right there. Yeah, it's like... You don't have a chance. Yeah, it's it's crazy that they have like fully schools, and their only their only pitch line is not not because they have high test scores, not because they um, do anything that they do it that are like pitch lines is like you you come to this school, we isolate you from the rest of the world to keep your psychopaths as clear as possible. Yeah. Like, again, that kind of goes back to seeing how much control Sybil has over people's lives, and everybody's okay with it. Yeah, it's. The whole, that's just so weird to think about, like, how one, I wouldn't, I'd say one program, if, you know, change, you know, correct me if I'm wrong by calling it a program, but how one program pretty much controls every little aspect of you in fear. Yeah, uh, it's just nuts. Like, because it's really, because people don't look like they're afraid because they're in this fake idea that they're happy. But in reality, everybody does things out of fear. Like even some people's psychopaths, they go cloudy because they're so afraid that they will go cloudy. And it's kind of like a self-fulfilling prophecy in that kind of area. Yeah. Um, Do you fear? Do you fear of going cloudy for your psychopaths if you're living in this oh, world? Oh, I'm probably the first one to go down if Sybil ever Oh, yeah. Says. I think they would track me down before they could track you down. <sighs> Let's be honest about that, Dito. We wouldn't survive that long. <laughs> On the, thrown into that world we would be the would have hounds on us in seconds <laughs> yes or they'd make us become hounds even though i'm not yeah, that cold-blooded on the, and that's the thing about this that made me really interesting really weird about the whole thing like how the hounds think like like the criminals because you know they are latent criminals yeah so and they try not in your um the official who's in charge of them i forget what they're actually called the, the enforcer enforcers. sorry the enforcer and how they cannot like try to reason with them because then their psychopaths go cloudy just by trying to like get on the same lines of them. Like, how are you figuring this stuff out? Yeah, it, it's like that's what's crazy about this show is like, as, as much as fu- futuristic and uh, cyber cyberpunk it is, it still manages to go back down to those core human questions. Like, I'm totally interested to see what other questions they bring up. I mean, because this episode, what happens is somebody starts playing with the hologram systems and everything, you know. People get freaked out on that. Or, you know, what happens when you go over that line from a person who's supposed to protect the peace to the other side where you're considered a hound now. Yeah. Um, there's I, there's so much more. Like, the whole psychopath, we, we first started out just because we wanted something a little bit different, a little bit more. You know, we saw cyberpunkish. We're like, okay, we'll hit this. But the more you watch it, the more you get sucked into this anime. I'm not yeah. joking. It's good. Like, 
do, do you think that's gonna end up like one of those animes where it gets a happy ending where somehow oh, yeah. they overthrow so like they find out Sybil is just being controlled by some master puppet and they overthrow it or do you honestly I like I from what I'm seeing I think like when they end it it's just pretty much going to be the whole crew you know going still you know going back to the office every day trying to find latent criminals and Sybil's just running yeah I have a feeling that as long as it doesn't end up like Evangelion where everyone's just like there's clapping congratulations I think I'm okay <laughs> what you don't want all the characters fused into one no, honestly, no. But <laughs> to be honest, it's this whole show still reminds me a lot of Ghost in the Shell. So if it has anything, I'm figuring it'd be something similar to like an Indian Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, I, I like it. Um, but going on to shows that I used to like, but now I'm getting bored with. Let's go on to the next anime right here. <laughs> <laughs> And our next anime is Sword Art Online, and it's brought to you by Sackful of Cash, because you don't want your pocket fairy to catch you with a heart increased heartbeat and breathing. <laughs> All right, so in last episode, Dito, tell us what happened. Or last two episodes. We see, well, last two episodes, we see how to control people's minds. We see how it runs in the family, you know, because that's what happens when you don't understand that your sister is also the person you're with in the game. And a new medium of guard duty. <laughs> so, as we were saying, like, in this, uh, the new series, or, like, the second half in Sword Art, is that it's just becoming one of those... I can't really distinguish if they're trying to just get really heavy into the role-playing... Or it's kind of like an alternate world where someone just came in like uh, Tenchi, you know, where it just kind of falls into another world and you're just kind of like trying to solve their problems and stuff. And it's really almost hard to distinguish the two every so often. Yeah. Like, especially this one, because now they introduce... Because the, di- the two differences between Sword Art Online and uh, Anheim Online is that, one, you can fly, and two, there's magic in this world. On there. Everything yeah. else is pretty much the same. And apparently you have verbal spell casting, and <laughs> oddly enough, the first thing I thought of is a uh, Koriwa no Zombie Desuka. <laughs> oh god! If they actually transformed into Maho Shoujo, I would have probably just you know what? We're dropping this anime right now um, because I just would not be able to take this seriously anymore. Yeah. So the thing is, you probably heard me when I introduced this anime is like. I'm getting bored with it, and I honestly am, because they're not going anywhere. They're still in that spot. They're like, okay, now we got to get to the mountain, but we're still not at the mountain. And side story right here, Kirito doesn't seem as determined as he was before, you know? Even when he's going, like, one on six, I'm like, I don't, you know, there's, I'm, I know he's going to beat him, because we already know he was the top player in Sword Art Online, and... If all his stats transferred, he's probably going to be one of the top players in ALO. So, or AHO. The only thing that's really getting me on this, like, this 
it's still entertaining to watch for what it is, but like this, as you said, the story is just kind of like just not as that whole feeling of life and death where it's like you're actually like trying to not really compliment, but you're trying to like grasp that they're like each person's um, psychological point of view on stuff, you know, because they're locked in this life or death game where at any point you never know if something outside in the real world may, you know, stop power and then shut off their nerve gear or what. So, yeah, it, there's it's, that there, there's like no sense of danger, I guess. You yeah, could say. it's totally polar opposites. Like, that's kind of the second point I wanted to talk about um, is that it's totally opposite from Sword Art Online. And Sword Art Online, People work together for one goal, to get out of the game. So there, you know, there are some little grudges in everywhere, but overall you get this general sense of you wanted to help everybody because we got to clear this game, right? You take now, that... in this one... In, in this one, it's kind of... It's more freeform, wild, wild west, like everybody for themselves, or yeah. you stick to your races. You know, you like, don't for example, there one, of the things, one of the things I mentioned in this is like, if you were to kill one of the leaders from the opposite services, you know, you can tax their, um, tax the towns and tax everything like that for like 10 days. You get like access 20% of all their, um, like currency or their, their money and stuff like that. It's just going like, you know, there's a lot more politics involved in this to where you know, as an MMO, if you look at it in the MMO aspect, this sounds kind of cool and like very enticing. But if you look at it in the aspect of what Sword Art Online started as to this, you're just kind of going, you know, and their heavy, heavy role playing aspect yeah. too. We got to put that into it. Yeah, everybody like forgets that they have lives outside where they are, in a sense. And I'm like, it, part of me just, you know, they're focusing more on the PvP versus aspect of this than what drew me in to sort of online first because they had a goal and that was to get out of the game um this the second half was supposed to you know go get asuna but kirito just doesn't seem as determined as he was in the first half i can't really agree with that one is because his determination is still there but he still has to keep that you know that kirito that we all know he is sort of where he just will still help people but in this case, it's just kind of like going, all right, this is where it is. And then you're the only one who could take me there. So, you know, he's just kind of rolling with it because he does mention in there that how he is in real life is how he is in the game. Because whether it's being virtual or being real, you still have to play that your own personality. Because if you whatever you play in the game probably is how you act in the real life, too. Because what was his name? Um, Sigrid. You know, he's lust for power. He lusts for just, just money and power. Like, and he probably, and they say he does that in real life too. So, it just shows that in this case, in this version of what Sword Art is, the Alpha Online, is that it's more of like an extenuation of your real personality, what they're trying to put in there, but without that life of the situation is kind of what I get. Well, yeah, but I don't get his sense of urgency because remember, yeah, we only yeah. have a week. And they made a huge point about that in the first couple episodes that he only has a week to do this. And they kind of touch on it for like 30 seconds in this episode, but you don't see see the sense of urgency. And that's why I kind of don't, you know, believe in this, the genuine, uh, genuine want to get there quickly because, you know, he just seems so laid back. But, you know, even in Sword Art, 
near the end, you could tell he had this sense of urgency where I just don't see it now. You know, I don't see the spark, and it really bores me now. I honestly, the only reason I keep watching now is to see when Yui pops up. <laughs> oh, yes, our pocket fairy returns, and, like, just that little... That little glim, like a little glimmer of um, hope, and you know, no, I say the humor. You know, that they, little glimmer of humor that pops up there just reminds us, saying, "Oh yeah, there is a mission." Yeah. But maybe it's just these two episodes too, because they just show they show a, a lot of like what Kirito can do because they're not really focusing on his. They're trying to focus more on his abilities now. I should yeah. say, sorry, but that's the thing. We already but, know his abilities, and it's really not necessary <laughs> you know? too because. Why do we need to know his illusion, his illusionary powers of transforming into that? Uh, was it seventy four zone boss? Yeah, it's it's like I get it. You know, you really didn't need to convince me. It was it's kind of like how back in Sword Art where they were, you know, all those lovey dovey episodes. But I get that a little bit more now, seeing where the story went. But this stuff, you know, you're running out of episodes. They're on. We're on Maybe. episode twenty. So they only maybe have six more maybe episodes. It's called more predictable. You know, it's like yeah. with the news half of it, it's starting to become more predictable and you're kind of seeing what's going on, especially if you yeah. play MMOs and you're just kind of, once you learn the world, it's kind of like, okay, you know. For example, the one thing with Kirito is since stats so maxed out, he has the ability to like sprint really fast. You know, and I'm not yeah. sure if it's actually a part of the game too. And, you know, like I, for all those who know about Final Fantasy XI and you can Clipper, you know the aspect of where you can just like glitch the game and do something that's actually illegal technically and get your can or your account banned. I'm just thinking like, what if he's using something like that, like the his nerve gear storage yeah, stuff his, like that to his, where his he name, can... yeah, it's called Yui. <laughs> that's right. Sorry, Yui is his clipper. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, nobody. Have you seen anybody else have a personal fairy? That is a good question too. It's like they never really touch on that too. It's like they say like personal fairies, but they've never really shown what a personal fairy should be because it seems more like yui has using ai so there's a personal fairy is just a program just you know kind of like your kind of like in legend of zelda link the little fairy that kind of tells you where to go is it yeah. something like that and, and actually this reminded me again kirito's family i swear it's genetic because his sister is stupid you have this little personal fairy going around calling him papa logic would dictate that there's a mama somewhere, and she even—I'm pretty sure—in an episode, Yui said "mama" somewhere, and yet yeah. she's still falling for Kirito. <laughs> uh, we see this in this episode too. We see it even more because you know he fights. He gets in a fight with um, God, what's his name? A Gangan? No, the Salamander uh, dude, General Salamander dude. dude. I have him written in here somewhere. Gangam style? Oh, uh, oh uh, Sigrid. Yeah, I was. Who's the other guy? Oh, Sugo. Sugo is the other guy who's... Anyways. Yeah, so in this one, you see the this big battle between Sigrid, which is the, I guess, the general of the Salamanders, who's supposed to go and invade their um, their alliance meeting. Yeah, and, and has a sword He's supposed to be, like, the strongest cheap. player in the game, and then Kirito comes against them and is supposed to fight for 30 seconds, whatever turns into a death battle. And he comes down there, borrows Leafa's sword... And runs off there, and he has his dual wielding apparently again. How's that not just, cheating, by the way? I'm just saying, I, you just I stole know. somebody else's equipment. And that's where I think it's weird, too, because they talk about in Sword Art where you can't actually take someone's equipment unless they give it to you. In this case, like when Asuna and, or Asuna and Kirito was married, their inventory combined. So that's basically saying you're grabbing from your own inventory why he could you know, take Asuna's sword. 
in you know, the final moments of killing off uh, Heathcliff. But yeah, I don't know. I, d- I really don't know how they're like, it seems like the game's fairly broken because if you can just grab somebody's weapon. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I really hope they pick it up a little bit more because they're running out of episodes. And I just feel like you could have done so much more in these episodes. There's at least there's at least two to four because yeah. it's either we're twenty two or twenty four to maybe a twenty six uh, episode series. So we are down to like the last two to six episodes. Yeah. So I'm just hoping. Anyways. Yeah. Um, let's go into a different anime that actually gives me chuckles all the time because I <laughs> never know what's going on. You feel? And our next anime is Tornori no Kaibutsukun, and it's brought to you by Donuts. I like the smiley faces ones. So, last episode, we well, we see how you get others people to build things for you. What it means to have a brother complex in mm, bikinis. <laughs> I just love that. It's like the only thing from last episode we really had the most fun with is just the fact that Haru just goes, I like bikinis. Who doesn't? Like I said, who doesn't like bikinis? But anyways, um, these two episodes, they kind of show us a little bit more of who Haru is. How, why is he this, such, this interesting character? He's super bright, but kind of clueless when it comes down to everyday nice. stuff. Very naive. And uh, pretty straightforward when he should probably have a filter on sometimes. Um, it's mainly because since during middle school, he never went because apparently, like, his father, like, kicked him out. So he's been yeah. living with his cousin for the longest, for this whole time. And during that whole period, he couldn't, he wasn't going to middle school. He was just studying and learned all of, like, pretty much middle school to the end of the high school curriculum. Yeah, and do you know what? I really want to meet his dad. After meeting his brother, I really want to meet his dad. I, it almost seems like a, a 180 because they say, or as uh, Yuzin said, he was strict. And we get a, a little small, okay, a little I summary know, about his father. But, like but, they both just like got, I don't know why, but they just seem like to have just abandoned Haru altogether. Well, that's the thing is because first I thought uh, his brother... Uh, Yuza was normal until you see these episodes and you can tell he's almost as bipolar as Haru is. You know, his dad could be like extreme Haru right there, you know? Totally going opposite spectrums all the time. I, like, I really want to meet his dad just to see how he is in there. And I really, I bet you last like four episodes is when his dad shows up. Okay. Because like there's a little like bet. Not really bet, but more kind of like a, a promise that Haru has to do because you know, they never thought he was going to go back to school, but as you see, Suzuka or Suzuku brings him to school. And now it's, and it's the only reason why he's going is because of her. So yeah. as long as he stays in school, he never he doesn't have to go back to home. Whereas what uh, Yuzin is trying to do is yeah. bring him home because his like, dad wants him there for whatever reason. I'm, I'm going to call it right now. Last four or two episodes, something's going to happen between Haru and uh, Suzuku and... They're going to break up or something, and then Haru's not going to go to school, and the dad's going to show up somewhere. Just boom right there. It's like, um, I'm, j- I'm just saying, 
I'm you, just saying. I know, I'm like, I know. <laughs> we're going to see him. We're either going to see him or they're going to make like this slight mention to him. Kind of like they'll just say, oh, you know, he's going to appear at a... Was it one of the festivals? And he's gonna no, appear no, at the no. festivals. And- like I'm not even. I don't think it's gonna be minor. He's gonna make screen time. Maybe. I'm really? ca- I'm call- I haven't made a prediction for one of our animes in quite some time, so I'm making a prediction right now. Let's see if I'm right or wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say that I'm, I'm not gonna make a prediction, but I'm just gonna say <laughs> right now that sure, play it <laughs> safe. Every time, I make, every time I make a prediction, play, it doesn't go well. Play so. it safe, Dito. No, I called it before. I called the magical girl in C3. Yeah, you did. You called that the week before too. That was, <laughs> or the two weeks before too. That was awesome. Oh, Check out those are episode yeah. episode four of our first season. Yeah. Oh man, but I'm calling it. I'm just saying that's, that's what's gonna. That's how it's gonna go. I've you know, I haven't seen any of the episodes past the ones we've seen, so I, I don't know. Um, but uh, so <laughs> this is weird. And uh, so the, the other thing I actually wanted to talk about is just how uh, I was waiting for this to see how Shizuku would kind of respond if she had some kind of rival. Because uh, Natsumi is definitely not a rival. She's not smart enough to do that. <laughs> and then. The third established that Har has no intention or just doesn't see that. Natsumi is just kind of like an error. Anyway, so those two kind of like go well, so, uh, go together so well as friends. It's kind of uncanny. Yeah. Uncanny, you know? And then you have uh, Ojima Kun right here from Koichoko. Yeah, Ojima. He shows and, up and you know, he's laugh, trying to steal. You knew I was going to do it. <laughs> I know you were. I was just waiting for it. Um, but so she's the class rep in their neighboring classroom because you know how in Japan it's like A, B, C, and D if needed be on there. So she's kind of in the neighboring class. And... Uh, She's the shy one that doesn't talk much, but she's the girl that uh, in a couple episodes previous, uh, Haru actually defended her because everybody's just bossing her around to do things, and he's like, "You shouldn't do that." Um, and well, she's falling for Haru, and the funny thing about this is, uh, um, Hizuku is just like, "Whatever." Like, what what I love about this these guys' relationships, unlike in Sword Art Online where it's all mushy, mushy, mushy. These guys are like 100% honest to each other. <laughs> and that's probably the reason why they, they made a comment, like, because they're supposed to go on that date and everything and saying, like, how they're just so honest to each other. You know, it's just kind of like surprising they haven't got together yet. And so, like, I don't, I don't know. Because, like, what, to be, because I, to be honest, I didn't know what to expect when I first watched this anime. And then just the mayhem and just the directness of it just drew me in. Towards this, and I don't know how do how do you feel about it, Dito? I only read the synopsis at first, you know, like as you saw in our first um, pre-episode, that I was just kind of going like, you know, this seems interesting itself. But after that first episode, it just grabs you. It, it grabs you right by the by your nose and just kind of says, "Come here, you know, check this out." <laughs> it's like the thing is that this anime, it's probably going to follow a predictable storyline, but it's kind of like a train wreck. You just can't look away. No, it. From what I'm watching, I'm not really seeing it as being very predictable, but it is very entertaining. And you just roll with it. I mean, yeah. 
They just put things in there that just make you crack up, like um, <laughs> like, like the egg, the egg for the rooster. <laughs> Nothing to do with the storyline whatsoever, but it's hilarious. Or when they're trying to make uh, Ojima friends on there, the baseball kid just shows up in the window. Like he's not even in the room; he's just outside on the window. If you notice, he's just hanging on the windowsill. <laughs> and he does it a lot. Apparently, like he just shows up, just kind of like going. Good. Yeah, like if I was his baseball coach, I'd probably want to beat the crap out of him. <laughs> On there. Um, uh, oh, and that's the thing too. Like, you know, since we begin the second term and everything, they're just like introducing, like saying, "Hey, to everybody." So if he's out in the field, you know, obviously like trying to do drills and everything. He just stops exactly everything he's doing. He's just like, "Hey, guys." The funny thing is, like, oh, come on, let a baseball hit him in the back of the head. Let a baseball hit him in the I back would, of the head. I know, it's so other. Come on, come on, hit him, hit him. Just doink. I would love that. It'd go with the show. It'd go yeah. with the show because it's just so un- it's so random, you know? Yeah. Anything can really happen. Uh, speaking of. Manner. Yeah, speaking of anything that can happen, Dito, that's pretty much the entire show. I, I was like, holy crap. That's all. That's all we had like listed to to talk about, man. Because that and it's been like probably forty five minutes or so, so we're right on time. But that just seemed like snap right there. Um, yeah, it's because there's just a lot to discuss about instead of having to really talk about the show. I mean, yeah. we can. I think it's awesome that we can just come in here and have fun. Because, for example, I was talking to one of my friends about this too. That. Psychopath is definitely a show you have to watch with other people to enjoy it more because it is a very social anime. Yeah, so like if you want, you know, you need friends, Dito and I, we like making new friends. Email us at kitatktdata.net. We'll talk to you or go on our Facebook page and say, hey, I totally don't agree with you and what you said about Psychopath over here and or I hate Sword Art Online. I agree with you that it's boring or you're totally wrong. Sword Art's getting just, you know, we're on uh, Twitter, KT Data. We're on uh, Facebook. It's ktdata.net or ktdata.net. Um, email, like I said, Google Plus. We're on there, Kita Anime Podcast. Um, just, you know, come talk. Because that, that was the sole reason that I wanted to start this po- um, podcast anyways was, one, to watch anime and have a reason to watch anime. And two, just, just sit and talk with Dito because this is what we would be doing normally except no microphone recording us. <laughs> And, and my horrible video quality too. Oh yeah, that's a that's my awesome internet right there. This is why I wish I had LTE at my house. Tito would like to go for pizza. <laughs> um, uh, it's better, I guess. I could be online. <laughs> but uh, so, um, of course, you know, if you send us an email, we'll read it in our next episode, which is in two weeks on uh, December eighteenth. It will be our pre-Christmas ho 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 extravaganza. Or it might just be a normal show. Who knows? <laughs> um, but also, do check our website too, ktda.net. We will be throwing up a bunch of reviews. I did happen to get all of my reviews. crap. If you happen to see back there, my horrible, horrible quality. So I hope that she may have noticed that my catcher zone came in. She's sitting on, uh, right next to Kenioki. And I also have four figments to do. So, you know, if you guys can see these. And hear my muffled voice. They all look. They all look blurry, Dito. Because I'm backwards. <laughs> there we go. Well, I can't. My internet's just totally dipping it, so totally can't see that. But, but, but trust me, there's four boxes I did, I did of stuff there. On there. I did post all those pictures on Facebook too, so you'll see the pre 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 reviews. 
and hope I can get to these during the week. Yep. So um, make sure you guys keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on the KitCast. Um, it's keeping me busy. Both of these podcasts keeps me busy all the time. Um, Remember, you'll see more links. Ah. Ah, ah. I see what you did there. All right, guys. <laughs> see you in two weeks. Bye. See ya. Bounce, everybody. Bounce. Wait for it. Wait for it. There we go. Hey, Dito, do you know what time it is? Hey, KT, guess what? It's time for us to go over to KT.net so we can get lots of links. Ooh. In this episode, we learned that there are schools to keep you from going cloudy. I am extremely bored of Kirito, but I still love Yui. And did you know roosters boil heart? Okay, let's try that again. Hey, Dito, do you know what time it is? Yes, KT, it's time to head over to ktday.net and check the reviews because we have lots of links. Woo, true. In this episode, we learned that there are schools to keep you from going cloudy. I am really bored with Kirito, but I still love Yui. And did you know roosters can lay... (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Dito, do you know what time it is? Yes, KT, it's time to head over to KT Dead. Now my turn. (laughs) 